0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, party people. Welcome back to another fantabulous episode of Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and our good friends over at the number one betting site online, That is betonline.ag. On this episode, we are going to be talking about all things DCEU, with the newly rebranded DC Studios being ran by the one and only, the incredible James Gunn, as well as producer Peter Safran. So we're going to be talking about some highs, some lows, what we're definitely interested in, but most importantly, covering a lot of the shows and movies that have the most question marks to it, that maybe don't have the most diehard fans as your Batmans and Supermans of the world. So joining me on this episode, we have Kyle Murphy and Lizzie Garcia, two comic book aficionados, dropping some nice nuggets for us. And as we uh, actually started this episode a little early, we are going to get right into it. So hope you enjoy. We definitely want to hear some feedback from you and stay tuned for more.
1: I will say Marvel selling everything kind of gave the MCU this strange serendipity where they had these like C grade characters and C grade characters have really boring powers, but Mm. they also have really interesting stories. And so, I mean, mind you, you can do a lot of Batman. You can't always do a lot with Superman unless you know what you're doing. And so I think DC has stumbled out of the gate because they've had their best characters and it's just like, okay, what do we do with that? Right. But You know, when you have to start with the bottom of the barrel, that's where you get interesting. You know, that's why Suicide Squad by James Gunn works so well, because James Gunn knows how to work with garbage. Yeah. Your garbage characters is where you get the interesting stuff. That's when it works. Um, so Booster Gold has so much potential. I mean, I mean, this
2: actually right I know, like, yeah. Like, oh look, Superman—he can, he can burst through walls. All right, yeah. So then, what else matters that you can just do everything? Yeah. So
1: yeah. Booster Gold, yeah. meanwhile, just runs into walls that he puts on himself, and it is glorious because he just—he doesn't understand. Booster Gold is an idiot. And it's wonderful. And I, for one, want more idiots in comics. (laughs) More (laughs) idiots in comic book movies. Twenty twenty three.
0: There you go. So, so you know, for our fans out there that that aren't familiar with Booster Gold, can you just give a little bit of background about the comics, the story? Because I mean, Gold there's is, a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, a lot yes. of fans out there are like, who is, yeah. what is going on? And that's what I want to do with this episode is explain why this is going to be interesting and why yeah. it's going to be great for DC.
1: He's, he's an absolute loser. For, so he's from the future. And in his time period, he's a loser. He's like, no, everyone hates him. He's, he's a loser. And so he comes to the past and he's like, I have future technology. I can save all of you. Mm-hmm. But when you're a bumbling fool, you're going to be a bumbling fool no matter what year it is. Yeah, Intelligence, technology does not help you if you're just stupid. Um, (laughs) So he comes to our time, like modern times. And he's like, I'm going to help you, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. And they just watch him run around and make bigger messes. And so Batman's often like, please just stay put. Please stop moving. Yeah. Please stop doing things. And so he just makes bigger messes and he's like, but I have the technology to fix it. And then he just, he messes up even more, but he's not even aware he's messing up. Right. It's, it's like if Michael Scott was a superhero.
2: (laughs) Pretty accurate. Love that. Yeah. Love that. (laughs)
1: It's fantastic. Art of gold,
2: but no brains between.
1: No brains. Between
2: just whatever he does, he just does it full, full scale and then doesn't think about it's it.
1: It's literally the only thing going through his brain is just like the streaming service peacock, but it, it's just playing The Office all day. <laughs> he has no idea. He has not a single brain cell in his little blonde head.
2: He did that. They did him pretty well in the, oh my God, I'm blanking on the, oh, oh thank you. On mm-hmm. uh, um, the comic run where they did, it was all about mental health. He's in it. All the superheroes go through PTSD and they're all this special ranch that like helps them with- Hero
1: in Crisis.
2: That's it. Thank you. Heroes in Crisis. I think he, that was the best I've ever seen him portray. Yeah. I've seen him a lot of animated stuff. He's usually really dumb and goofy. Yeah. He's interesting. Like the new Tom King. Yeah. He's, uh, a human he's on target. The cover of Heroes in Crisis too, and oh yeah, I think no. Yeah.
1: Tom Pardon King me. writes writes Booster Gold incredibly well.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, that new Human Target runs really good, and he's a little side spot in it, and it's hilarious. Yeah. He's opening a bagel shop. It doesn't make any sense. I, I just, and he <laughs> Because there's from the past because he yeah. just travels and like you said, like keeps screwing up and like he just, it's just like one dumb thing <laughs> after the other. And he, to cut costs on his bagel shop, he goes back in time to where there's lots of it, like like hay in this one place for our special bagels. And you're like, yeah, why? What? Okay. And then, then he's going to it's it's awesome.
0: So are you two as as fans of him? Like I said, I I am. This is the first time I've ever. It depends on who show. casts him. Well, yeah. are you more excited that the fact that it's going to be a show? It has to be a, be a show. It yeah, has it has to
2: be. be. It couldn't possibly be a movie. Okay. And it has to be, depending on, do we know what date it's set up in? Like in what order yet? Or we just uh, know it's That's coming? the thing.
0: That was uh, of everything I did the research on. That was like the very minimal amount of it was just like, hey, it's based on this time. Machine I think it matters.
2: Gaping. I think it matters if they give them any context beforehand and mm-hmm. then they give them the show. If they just show up and it's like, "Hey, I'm Booster Gold," Lady, like right. did that whole thing, I don't. I mean, it could still be cool. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not the best writer, okay, or a writer at all, or anything. I <laughs> yeah. think
1: I think Alan Tunick would be a great Booster. Oh Morgan. my
2: god, that would be amazing. <laughs> he's Too old though. He's got to be young. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter. He just, is just tech, I, would think, we, I would We sure.
1: have the technology. We do. We do. And he's wearing
2: the, the things the whole time. So makeup with the. All right, you know what? I take it back. He's perfect. That is actually a perfect representation of who I, who else would casting it be. call right here zero dark nerdy Alec yeah Alan Tudyk yeah who else would even be re- I mean or like Booster if we role. had to go like top three that you I mean he's number one but like I just cool. hey, well, who else would you all like to see in that I, role? That's what I'm I can't even think of another person who I would like to see in that role. Now that you said Alan Tudyk, I can't. There's no one else that comes in
1: there.
2: <laughs> that's a good thing though. But like I'm I have, no, I'm like I'm like, trying to go back yeah.
1: Owen Wilson's character from Zoolander specifically. Hansel? (laughs)
2: Yeah. That's right.
1: (laughs) I love Hansel. then I was tripping on mushrooms and I
2: was like, wait a second. I've never been to that mountain. Wow. Cool story. Thanks a lot. That's a great under. uh, I love that character. Um, Yeah. Yeah. 10 years ago, it'd be perfect. All right, so, so the next one, and I, want, I want
0: to stay on the Tom King thing yeah. because Supergirl, we're going to go to movies now, Woman I of Tomorrow, based on the Tom King stories of Supergirl. How do we feel about that? I'm I like think Tom it's King. funny
1: that they're like pulling just everything from Tom King. They hope really Tom are. King is getting I met paid. him at New York
0: Comic Con and he's so chill. Yeah, I've met he Tom King many
1: times yeah. and he is the best
0: human he yes. really is he Seems super cool, super huh? laid back
2: i he got he got nervous when i met him at comic-con a couple years ago when he had just gotten done doing the batman run and he's i'm like wow i really liked your batman run. and he goes are you serious sir i'm like <laughs> yeah like i actually like it like i got me back in a batman and he's like all right like waiting for the, the other shoe to drop I me mean, to like and so i'm like no yeah. man thanks like what can i buy for you like <laughs> yeah i already own all your comics but like how about a poster he's like cool all right. You see it like a wash over like, okay, this guy doesn't hate me. He doesn't want to like, get mad at me about how I ended Batman or whatever. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It was oh, great. Yeah. I loved it.
1: Back in the day um, when I was still doing uh, comic journalism and he like knew me and and he he was next to Clayman at the time and he was like, all right, you're a woman. And I was like, this is an interesting start. <laughs> <laughs> he goes and, and it was for it was for Heroes in Crisis. It wasn't out yet, and he goes, "This is too much boob for Harley." Quinn. and he shows me Clayman's drawing of Harley, and I was like, "That's just a push-up bra." And Clay goes, "Thank you. Women wear those," and I was like, "I don't. Am I qual?" I was like, "I don't. I don't want to be the reason."
2: I qual- You're like, "Am I qualified?"
1: <laughs> I was like, "I, I, I don't," and I was like, "She looks fine." And he was like, are you sure that's not too much boob? And I was like, I think I'm too gay for this question, guys. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if I should be answering this. But I think think King is an excellent writer. Um, I think Supergirl Tomorrow is actually a very interesting and brilliant choice. I think picking things that are a little outside of maybe what the norm of the character is. And I think the reason of that is we already have a Supergirl show. And I think Gunn knows that. I think he knows that if you want a more traditional Supergirl story, you have the CW version. Um, right. So this is kind of a more outside the box option that does better as a Hollywood blockbuster. Uh, so I I kind of appreciate that that choice. And I think Gunn is being pretty. He's being a bit more. You know, he's looking at what's been already done. He's look, Not only what's been done on the CW, but what's been done previously, like prior to even DCU. And he's saying, okay, how do we elevate this? He's picking elevated choices. Um, and I think that's intelligent of him.
2: Kyle. On that CW note, can we just get the other <laughs> Flash in from the show and just put him in, in the new thing? I don't even care. I just want someone other than Ezra Miller. Like I was meant to say that earlier. I yeah. like the guy from the show. I, I think he, I think he's perfect for it. Like, just put him in that that outfit and just call it? I a day. think
1: I think they should just do what they did with Kevin Spacey and put Christopher Plummer.
2: <laughs> see, see, he could just
1: jump in like he's like he's doing anything else.
2: Yeah, like I'm. I don't think he's that in demand of an actor where they couldn't take. What is a-
1: what is Christopher Plummer doing right now?
2: I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Exactly. It, it, just, it, it could it could it could do all it.
2: Just, just I mean, I'm all about it.
1: I really love the idea of replace all problematic people with Christopher Plummer.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that would uh, that wouldn't be weird at all in the yeah. continuity of any universe, but I would right. love it.
0: Would well, love the thing it. is, I mean, with everything coming out this year, and you know, we talked about this on our 2023 movie preview, it's like, you know, the majority of the movies are gonna be null and void. Like it's already been rumored that. Uh, Jason Momoa is going to be uh, Lobo, which will be awesome. Like, that's the perfect role for him. But it's like how do you shift from Aquaman to Lobo so quickly? I mean, obviously, it won't be quickly. They're going to do their thing just like Marvel's doing their thing after they bought Fox we all knew that they weren't going to come out with X-Men and Fantastic Four immediately. They're going to let the dust die down a little bit. Yeah. But everybody, you know, get to know these other characters and this that, and the other. And, you know, to that note, as far as other characters, the animated show coming out, Creature Commandos, James Gunn is writing, going to be on HBO. It's going to have, uh, his, uh, his brother playing weasel, uh, coming back, but also has Bride of Frankenstein, Rick Flagg, senior, uh, you know, and I mean, we've always known this, and we, we've talked about this before, Kyle. Like the DC animated movies are they're fire, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I like a lot of them, absolutely that. fantastic. So, and I mean, I especially love the, the new Harley version that uh, the, the Harley, uh, Quinn Harley show is hilarious. Yeah, oh, it, it's hysterical. So, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Creature Commandos, which is going to tie into the Waller show in an unanimated way because oh, Viola okay. Davis is going to play Waller. As a voice yeah. in Creature Commandos, but that she's gonna play herself, obviously, in the Waller show, which is gonna tie in done that. Uh yeah Viola
1: Davis and E got.
0: got uh, we we nice. we posted it today on on uh, social media <laughs> gonna, EGOT
1: got it's gonna be on an animated show. I love that for her. Um yeah. I think I think the success of the Harley Quinn show has has shown that obviously there is an interest and i i appreciate that while netflix is cutting their animation division to hell um we're seeing a growth in animation on on warner brothers side which which i love that's yeah. important um i also think dc's animated movies the past few have had some stumbles so i'm happy to see uh more original content as opposed to maybe just I don't appreciate when they say we're going to do a classic story and then we change the ending because a bunch of people know the ending. That's we don't stop. stop. Whether it be killing joke, whether it be hush, (laughs) whether it be the long Halloween,
2: (laughs) that was frustrating.
1: And it's like, what are you doing? Stop. That's not necessary. It's like, there's a reason that was the ending. That was the correct ending. The Riddler was never hushed. Like, what are you? Uh, spoilers for the worst movie you've ever seen. It's yep. okay. Read exactly. the book. Um, I own four copies of Batman Hush just because two I read and two are collector's editions. It's fine. <laughs> That's a normal thing to do. <laughs> yeah. You never know. <laughs> one might burn down. We'll need yeah, three more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If
2: you had to go back in the house for things like, you know, right. heirlooms, then your one right. copy for sure. You of, grab,
1: you grab it. the two cats, yeah, yeah. you grab the court of owls and you grab Batman Hush. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not replaceable
2: at all. Got it. Yeah.
1: Right. Yep. They're signed. She got to do what she got to do. So, so um, I, I do appreciate that we're putting more resources into animation. I think, I think that is an art that is really important to the legacy of comics, to the legacy of Warner Brothers in general. Um, I mean, you look at so many fans grew up on Batman anime series, Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. uh, Batman Beyond, things like that, and so it, it makes perfect sense for that those fans to continue watching animation um, and to continue onward. Uh, I mean, I'm that I'm that fan. <laughs>
0: It's yeah. me. I'm the I problem. Mean, I, I grew up on, you know, the Batman TV show that my dad watched. Back exactly. In the day. And then I was able to enjoy the Batman movies. Then we got the Batman animated series, which to me was the greatest thing ever. Yep. And it's just so fantastic. And, uh, you know, to your point, too, seeing some of their misses, which they don't have many misses, but when they miss, they miss. Like the Killing Joke. They miss hard. Uh, and, and it's just like, okay, we're we're going too far to left field over here. And it's just like, let, let MCU miss when they miss. Don't miss I, this on the animated stuff. Did those come out around the same time as those misses <laughs> right. over at MCU? Like, right. throw them
2: out? To, yeah.
0: Just, no. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, they, they put out so much. But, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens with creature commandos and especially everything else under the uh, the gun and, and Peter S. regime in terms of uh, you know last things for for TV shows, I know we mentioned Waller. I, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I, I, as much as I love Viola Davis, I mean, just like you said, egot. She's yeah. she's fantastic. I I, I would have been good with just another season of Peacemaker. Apparently, uh, you know, a lot of the cast of Peacemaker is coming back for this show, and it's going to be a follow up to the animated series Preacher Commandos. I just don't know what else there is to do with Waller. I, w- I would have just much rather seen a season two of Peacemaker now. I will to- say Good.
1: that within the comics, there is a lot you can do with Waller. So mm-hmm. I think I think there are people within DC, whether it be gun or otherwise, who are realizing they have the best casting for Amanda yeah. Waller you can get. Oh, and they 100%. have done nothing with it. They've done nothing with it. And this is a chance to really do something with that. Um, And I also think Viola Davis really wants to do something with it. I mean, this is one of the most powerful characters in DC comics. Um, And I think it's really important that fans see a powerful black woman, a powerful black woman who is pulling strings and making Superman's life hard, making Batman's life hard. Uh, pulling strings that are you know completely changing the face of the DC universe as we know it I think that's important and and even if this show is maybe not up my personal alley I want to see it happen for that because this is not we're not seeing diversity behind the camera like I would like Um, obviously Gunn has a history of diverse casting and of you know being pro women at least later on in his life um, which is good. Growth is great. I'm, I'm pro growth. I have no issue with that. Um, so it's important that he's making moves like this. This is, this is a good thing. Um, even if it, it may be at first glance seems like, why does this exist? It right. exists because we need to see powerful black women making moves and we need to see powerful black women who are ambiguous characters. Uh, we need to see more, uh, People of color who are ambiguous villains.
0: I like, hey, hey, all, all the air horns on that. I love that. My daughter's going to be like, who is this girl? You're my daughter's new best friend right now. Because seriously, <laughs> I was very well spoken, very well articulated, and now you have gotten me excited to see Waller because of that. because to <laughs> me, yeah, she, she she is very underused in the DC universe. She is such a powerful actress. I mean, we already yeah. said it like Econ, you know what I mean? She's won yeah. a Tony, She's won a Emmy. She's won a Grammy. She has won an Oscar. She is fantastic. And I mean, the fact that she got slighted of a nomination for the Academy Awards for the Woman King is yeah. a travesty. And I talked about this before. So now you have me very, very excited for Waller because to me, it was just it wasn't so much her. We've all known yeah. that she, she's a powerful, great character. It was just more yeah. like, you know, why? Like, what? Where? where is this going to fit in?
2: Do we know if she's cast as herself or if it's a, a story of how she got to where she is?
0: No, no, it's, it's, it's going to be her. I don't but know. We did, so, I, just, I was actually just
2: legitimately curious. I wasn't yeah. sure if maybe we didn't know and like that's why it's there. So it's like how she yeah. worked her way into yeah, where she, she is. Yeah, because
0: she's, she's in for that and then she's going to be voicing herself in creature commandos on top of I that. I think...
1: I know Viola Wallace has said in interviews that she really loves the character of Amanda Waller. I think she's done her research on Waller, and in the comics itself, I mean, Waller makes big moves. So um, I,
2: background, like just, yeah, like,
1: she she does. It's
2: not like a full story, though. That's I think that's what I'm. I'm like wondering. If it's just her. Like, what's her deal? Is that she's going to be commanding everything all at once? Like, will it will be like the whole thing. Like, they'll get. You know, Suicide Squad, Task Force oh, X, all you. that stuff, and the yeah. whole time she's going to be directing them. Right, is that the kind of right. movie is going to be, or show it's going to be, or is it like? I think I
1: think this has the I think this, has the-, I think this has the potential. I mean, I mean, Viola Davis did How to Get Away with Murder, so I I think this has the potential to be a really interesting like spy thriller. I don't know if we've had a lot of kind of comic book level, yeah, um, it, you know.
2: Captain America, comic Link.
1: book villainy. yeah, you know, sort of Captain America esque spy thriller. Which, I mean, Captain America: Winter Soldier is still my favorite MCU movie. Oh, 100%. Um, Great so MCU. I, I would love to see a, a DC spy thriller, and and I would love her to see her kind of unravel, you know, some Justice League plans to be like, no, that can't happen, and here's why. But she can't explain to the Justice League why it can't All happen. Right. She right. just has to unravel it. Jesus and and yep. I think that's kind of, you know, I think that's kind of fun to to really get into the bureaucracy and politics of it, to be like the saving the world is not always in the best interest of the United States of America.
0: <laughs> very, very well said. So um, in terms of the last couple of shows we got here, so we got Paradise Lost based on World War Two history, apparently kind of a Game of Thrones theme.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With the, uh, you know, the background of Wonder Woman as far as
1: the Amazonians. Amazonians. I don't know anything about this one. Yeah, I don't know anything about So Paradise this
0: one Lost. is yeah, the one I definitely know least about. Exactly. I'd love to get your take as far as because uh, I haven't heard anything about this in the comic books or anything else. So,
1: um, um from- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can.
1: Continue. I believe I believe Paradise Lost is a is it a an world story in DC? Yes. Yeah. But well, no, so,
0: apparently, well, apparently it's going to be a part of this universe, though. But it's going to be yeah, a it TV from an Elf world? So it's an But Elf in the world. comics. Oh, yes. But in
1: the actual comics, it's a, yeah.
0: yeah it. So um, it's going to be more of a Wonder Woman backstory, but not her backstory, more on the, the mascara. M- M- yeah. Mysterious.
1: Right. On the mascara. Um, and it also in the comics takes inspiration from the actual epic poem by John Milton. Hmm. So I think we're going to see quite a few. Uh, you know, inspiration from kind of religious undertones, very, very much that dark ideology of what is heaven, what is hell, what is morality in a sense, and the mascara kind of grappling with right and wrong, helping man, helping, not helping man, you know, obviously. So um, I haven't read that comic, but I, I do think... I do. I mean, my favorite parts of the first Wonder Woman were just Diana grappling with how can we sit by and and let this occur while her sisters are like... Not my monkey, not my circus.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are here. We're We're over over here, here killing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not my monkey, not my circus. Um so I I I do think that's a very interesting concept. I am excited for someone else's take on Wonder Woman. I did not like did Wonder it. Woman 1984. I despised it quite a bit. <laughs> so, um I I am interested in in kind of a new idea of Wonder Woman and I'm interested in a Wonder Woman TV show. I think that's a smart way to go. I mean, Wonder Woman's had a really successful TV show before. I think I think the original Wonder Woman TV show changed the zeitgeist of pop culture and for sure the zeitgeist of the way women in general viewed Wonder Woman and, and took on Wonder Woman just as a female and feminist cultural icon. So it'll be interesting to see if kind of that, happens in any way again and 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 especially with a with a darker take i think will be really important considering the current just uh a cultural and social political world in which we live in especially following you know the overturning of roe v wade and 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 just current ongoing legislation we have against women right now um, so it'll just it'll kind of be interesting to see how Wonder Woman is taken up yet again by by women. Do
2: yeah. we know who's directing that one? We don't have uh
0: again, no. I don't, very, very early. So just end. like all they're talking about yeah. yeah. I
1: think I think with TV though, you're gonna see a lot of directors. On, um yeah. more like
2: a new one every week kind of yeah. deal.
1: yeah. Right. I wonder, I wonder if we have a showrunner though. Yeah.
0: Yeah, not yet. I mean, from what I yeah. saw, it was gonna be very you know, Game of Thrones-esque as far yeah. as history and background, which I'm super excited about. But so far, they're projecting about 2025 for that one. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Deep down the lines. But interested to, to you know, see what happens with that. And then the last one on the TV slate, buddy cop comedy. <laughs> well, buddy cop-ish. Lanterns. John Stewart. <laughs> Hal Jordan, we've been been getting, well, because we've been getting promised this for a while now,
2: I feel like. (laughs) Green Lantern Corps, all these things,
0: all nine yards, with with Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart for a long time now, and I feel like it's finally going to happen, so to me, it needs to be Nathan Fillion,
2: that's all. Okay, I just okay. need it to be Nathan Fillion. But you gotta, just, you gotta have your Don Stewart too. Yeah, yeah, anybody. I don't care. I, I just I need Nathan Fillion, who's always been that <laughs> guy in my head. head as, as That guy. Yeah, I need
0: so, it so we're to thinking be, uh, a lethal weapon TV show. Yeah,
1: I just with, want Dexstar. So, I just want Dexstar, the yes. cat. Oh. What? Red Lantern. That's a cat, Dexter. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah. I,
2: I'm not that that familiar with all of the other lanterns. Listen, I don't, Listen, know. I don't
1: know anything about cat. lanterns, but I know about cats. <laughs> that's fair.
2: That's fair. I'm allergic, so I just I see a cat. I'm like, well, that's a thing.
1: Uh, <laughs> Are you allergic to the Red Lantern
2: cat? I would be. I would if, be. If super allergic, allergic to it. this, that's, not not just straight it, up off
0: the comic books, but just straight off off TV shows that I love. <laughs>
2: yeah I, I i love the green lantern idea i think that i never could imagine they could get it right as far as like visual that's my thing and i just i would love it i would love to be wrong please prove me wrong. make an amazing that's why it needs to be a show yeah so it's contained yeah and all the special effects are in a small room yeah it's not a giant galactic thing yeah and then you could have a great show it could be a great thing I I don't think we're there yet for a giant But if if you think
0: about it, though, if anyone can make this right, it could be James Gunn because he did split up the Guardians.
2: Okay, but how many times have they gotten intergalactic battles, right, with people one-on-one? Do they
1: have (laughs) the budget? I'm surprised this isn't animated.
2: I I mean, that's another reason why they they keep it closed. They can keep the budget down, too, and see if it's a a success or not. If they're only spending like 20 million on, on I mean, special facts, the thing on is
0: eventually, Mike, the, eventually, they're they are going to get to yeah. a big, justice, big justice, league. justice league, great, and they're gonna want to have some form of the Green Lantern.
2: You saw that. it in you have to. cut, you saw what that's it looked what like. Actually, makes it looks good. That's but, the only
0: thing I, uh, as much as I loved that. the Zach Cider Cut, yeah, the only thing I hated was there was there was only one Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, yeah, this should be like in the Cider Cut, <laughs> and it should be like have been 30. like the
2: whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's the, the whole the whole secret to anti-life equations yeah. on this planet. We're just like, well, we won. Yeah, <laughs> we're done here. See ya. Like, what? Like, there's there's problems everywhere. Let's not be yeah, let's kill ourselves. Yeah. Well,
0: the authority, which was my biggest question mark. I'm going into this, I know nothing about the authority. You know, I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I've never ever lied and said I'm the biggest comic book fan. I love comic books. I collect the shit out of them. I will do whatever I can, but I want, you know, you two to talk about the authority and then we're going to go from there because a lot of people are, you know, question marks left and right. And that's the one thing I really wanted to cover in this episode is for, you know, I guess you could say, our,
2: I never thought they'd even bring fans. this into the DC. I never thought they'd ever do the authority. Just we to- had
1: a, the authority was slightly covered for one episode in Justice League Unlimited. If anyone remembers, it was, it was breached. Um, But I mean, the authority in a way.
2: It's its own universe.
1: Yeah. It's 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 also just. Of
2: this universe. They just, they go in between universes. And so they, they don't, they don't even need to exist, which is why I thought they never would exist because they're too outlandish. Like all the
1: authority, we are going to have moments where. It's going to be like Fight Club where it's going to be like, ah, you did not understand the point of Fight Club, my friend. <laughs> or it's going to be like Rick and Morty where it's like, ah, you want to be like Rick. You did not understand the point of Rick and Morty, my friend. We are going to have we're going to have those fans and it will be very interesting. I'm, and I'm,
2: I'm really wondering how they're going to do it, especially I was explaining to Brian before we started like the Midnighter, like the fact that that's <laughs> even a character and they're going to like, oh, yeah, this will totally work out. He's going to murder people so horrifically and just like casually laugh about it the whole time. Like it's it's the character. If they don't do that, then why do it? All right. Last last two things here. Just want to
0: quit like a quick thing on Swamp Thing. We'll be excited. We ready and we pumped. But Where are we at? Where are we at on this? And then we'll get to the Brave and the Bold right after the last one.
1: Give me Guillermo del Toro or give me death.
2: Oh Oh. yeah, obviously it's wow.
1: Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I love Swamp Thing. I loved Swamp Thing when uh, James Wan was doing it. I was so angry when that show was canceled. I, I was so upset. I, I reviewed every single episode I was in. I love my comics when there is more horror. I love DC comics when there is horror I I want Swamp Thing to be grotesque. I want body horror up the wazoo. I want vines coming out of people's veins. I want it to be gross. I want it to be weird. I want it to be disgusting. Like, let's go. I'm all. I'm all in. I'm hundred percent in.
0: So that's a no for you on Swamp Thing.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. You know? <laughs> that's so
0: it sucks <laughs> out loud. So that's like, yeah.
1: a hard no. Yeah. Hard, hard no for me.
2: Hard pass. Uh, and- <laughs> No, no, that's yeah, man. I I was a fan of it before, and and she even more sold me. Uh, is it really? Is there Gilma Del Toro in there, or is it we just? There's a
1: rumor. There's a well, rumor. If he doesn't fool,
2: uh, and then I'm, uh, I'm, in. I'm
1: manifesting it. I mean, he wanted to do Justice League Dark with Swamp Thing. Oh,
2: then, yeah, he and was,
1: he's he's been wanting it for a while, and I think I think he'd be perfect for it. I mean. He's done projects similar to it. he's done projects with prosthetics like that and he likes practical effects so it makes sense for him to do something of that nature um, He likes the weird he likes the grotesque I, I think it would be such a perfect project for him and Could I think he, he would do it so beautifully um, I mean I'm'm I'm, I'm putting the vibes into the universe. Am I saying oh, it'll please, happen? No
2: please bring
0: him bring but him. you gotta
1: you gotta let a girl dream.
0: Oh, you no, know, we're, we're gonna let you dream because I'm all about dream. it. So, so, speaking of dreaming, one of my favorite DC movies of all time, let alone comic movies of all time, Constantine. We got Constantine 2, apparently Green Lit. Yes, the, you know,
1: DC artist. Eververse.
0: Super excited about we please this.
2: Please have him cross over with Superman. And I that's, that's,
0: what I, that's what I'm talking about is this Justice League eventually here's what I'm so surprised about that, like, it seems like Disney slash Marvel and DC are not super like enticed to cross over to the dark side
2: as much as we no. would like it to because, because the money's not there. But it is. Once I mean, you, do radio, you don't get as much. That was I know. Exactly. I think Joker. 29. As but then as then I Joker. Joker as much He's as I hate Joker
1: as much as I hate Joker, you got to say I got to give Joker credit for for finally, you know, dipping toes in the, the water to rated, say, it's one of the highest
2: grossing that, R movies of all time. Deadpool was like the number one. Yeah. Deadpool's number one. Ever. And then yeah, they, they so learned their lesson, which is great. If but we yeah. if we
0: get a Justice League dark movie <laughs> before we get a Midnight Suns movie from Marvel, I think that's going to be the game changer to where everybody's like, fuck whatever. And I mean, let's be honest. Phase four of Marvel has not been great. great. <laughs> Has not been fantastic, <laughs> and it is it is what it is. You know, Black Panther, a fantastic tribute to Chadwick Boseman. That's another episode for another day. But if we can get, you know, some Constantine, yeah, some 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 dark action here sooner than later, I think we finally start getting the leg up. On the Marvel Universe. That's
2: just that my opinion. Like seven years down the line, it sounds like that, it does. Hope and dream is like yeah, I know we're aging I out know. of this whole thing. <laughs> like, just build-
1: Listen, Later. some people are late Later. bloomers. <laughs> Yeah. Some people are late bloomers. Okay. Oh, <laughs> said some people make
2: rumors. I'm like, yes, please go on with the rumor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. <laughs> hey, we
1: were talking. I about- already made a rumor. It was Guillermo del Toro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a, hope and a dream. No, I Some girls.
1: It. Some girls want flowers. I want Guillermo del Toro to direct something. <laughs> that's,
2: that's a nice wish. What Was the last love one it. the, the old and the beautiful? Yeah.
1: No. So, no. no the brave and that's the bold. a soap opera. The, Brave the Let's
2: make that
0: happen. So this is the one, which you know. I'll, I'll be honest with you. As a Batman fan growing up,
1: oh no, let me sell this to you. It's okay. This is going to be Dick Grayson and Damien Grant Morrison run. Yes. And I am
0: 100. I love Dick Grayson. So excited. They're going. They're going for the like the the golden age.
1: Oh, I'm so excited.
0: And that's why I'm super excited about this. And this is what I oh. want. Yeah, I don't awesome. want you didn't mean to sell any of ready for like so ready. a Robin dying story. I'm not even moving for fucking Batman dying yet. You know I what don't mean? Know. I mean? I want just some classic Batman and Robin shit to finally hit the theater that doesn't involve nipples on the chest plates <laughs> and this just a good real. story Prince. and decent villains that aren't always the same villains. Like give me clayface. Give me
1: yeah, Professor that, Pig. That, exactly.
2: All I want is Professor I Pig. I knew you were gonna say Professor Give Pig. Give me
1: something. Horror.
0: Give me something else besides just the Joker nonstop. And this is my only gripe with the DC universe. It's like there are so many awesome villains. Mm, the Rose, so Dive many, is great. and we just always go back to just like the Joker, of course, and then occasionally we get the the, the Riddler spring, like sprinkled in, and then. You know, we get an Arnold Schwarzenegger version of the <laughs> garage, <Dr. laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Mister You
0: know what I mean? It's like there's so many more. Give us some <laughs> <a real> cold, <laughs> everybody, chill. Well, be sure to check out the Believe Podcast Network, BetOnline.ag for all your sports betting needs, and of course for all of our online comic book shoppers out there, RabbitComics.com. Say hi to Brandon and Melissa for me for all your exclusive variants, and much, much more. On behalf of everyone here at Zero Dark Nerdy, thank you again so much for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Peace.
1: Yeah! Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management.